This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. I thought David Lee Roth announced that he was retiring. Yeah, from everything, right? That, that was my impression, but this past week on YouTube, he posted a what seems to be a brand new song. So he posted this video, a song called Pointing at the Moon. In the background during the, uh, the song, you're looking at all sorts of different artwork. That I assume is David Lee Roth artwork. Sound too bad. Yeah, I mean, I've I've heard his uh, vocals live, uh, captured on video a few times recently. Left a bit to be desired, but this sounds great. Yeah, maybe he's just retired from singing outside of his register. Because, uh, <laughs> like we've mentioned before, David Lee Roth, he went fast and hard when he was young and just not sustainable. You look at Axl Rose is taking some time off right now trying to do some vocal rehab hmm. because he's having voice issues. Same sort of thing when you're screaming and yelling as a kid. Not the same as trying to scream and yell. When you're in your 60s. Yeah, that's why you sing like Leonard Cohen when you're 18, and then you can maintain that for 70 years. Exactly. But I, I don't mind a little mellow David Lee Roth. Like if he mm-hmm. puts out something that's acoustic or, you know. Because uh, that's what he was doing. He was doing a key. Blue, He was doing bluegrass for a while, early 2000s. So maybe he's sticking with that more folksy country rock sound. Pointing at the Moon is the new song. Really not a ton of details about it, but it was posted by none other than Diamond Dave. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Learning some Mandarin here with Jim's soccer team. Great Wall FC is the name of the team. Played yesterday, unfortunately a loss. But your record's still pretty good, better than some expected at the start of the season, Jim. Yeah, I thought we might go zero and fourteen, but we're like five hundred. It's not bad. I, I got to give credit to our team there. Um, I don't know why I had uh, low expectations. I never played with these guys before, so I just want to set my expectations low. But they practice every Friday. I try to make as many Friday practices as possible. We're putting in the effort, and you know, I got, I got a good feeling about the rest of the season. But it didn't go our way yesterday. So the majority of the team, uh, Chinese-Canadian. Jim is basically the only non-Chinese-Canadian, and um, there's a lot of Mandarin spoken on the the pitch, a lot of Mandarin spoken on the bench, the group chats, etc. So Jim is doing his best to learn the language over the summer, and he's passing that knowledge on to you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Why wouldn't we jump on board here? We've already learned some great Mandarin phrases so far. Oh, classics. Classics like Ni Hao, which is hello. Jayo, my favorite, which is let's go. Uh, Newbie, super awesome. Kaishin, which means happiness and victory, which is shuli. Shuli. Yeah, we're doing good. And we've got a new phrase for this week. What are we dealing with here? All right, Sunday Soccer League, Great Wall FC, lost 4 1. Jayo. <laughs> Could have been better, Ben, but you know, we battled back, got one goal at least. We showed our resistance, we showed our uh, resilience, and we brought our cheerleaders here. <laughs> hey, is this the cheerleading squad that makes our noise, gals? 
There we go. Some fan support. Okay, so we're about halfway through the season. What do you think we got to do to get to the finals to take home the championship? First thing is we need to get our people who are on vacation back. <laughs> okay, so what, do, what Mandarin you got for me today? Now, we have the cheerleaders here. Cheerleader in, the, in Chinese, la la dui. La la dui? La la dui. So I say, la la dui. The girl's going to make some noise. La la dui. Can I try it again? Yes. La la dui. Yeah. It works. It works. <laughs> well, that's a fun one. It was fun. It's fun watching because like the guys are younger on the team, most of them. A couple guys are older around my age. But that I was like, oh, I remember those days. You're in your early 20s, and like one guy has a girlfriend. She brings her five friends out to watch the guys, see if there's any cute teammates, you know? Yeah, Just yeah. fine. And they're all, you can see the guys were all lighting up when the lady showed up. Lala Dewey. Lala Dewey? Pat, what? your Mandarin is terrible. What is Lala it? Lala Dewey. Lala Dewey? <laughs> I don't know. I just say it quick and hopefully it sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of coughle, I'm saying it. That was perfect. <laughs> Sounds better with the girl screaming at the end, yeah, though. I That's think nice. So. Let's do it! This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. It's always sunny when you're running around the country going to every rock show in town. Not you, just the country. I went international yeah, this weekend. Yeah, across the border. What, what shows did you go to? Friday night, I saw Roger Waters in Toronto. Roger Waters, of course, legend from Pink Floyd. And then I saw another rock and roll legend in Detroit on Saturday, Billy Joel, Mm -hmm. the piano man himself. Ton of fun. Would you call him a rock and roll legend? Billy Joel's a rock legend. Is he rocking? Big Shot is a rock tune, I guess. No, 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 no. You had to be a big shot. That's a great tune. <laughs> it is. Dude, it was boom, boom, one after another. Yeah, he's got it was hits. so much he's fun. He's got hits. Billy Joel rocks regardless. Uh, did you ever get tempted to run up on stage and hug Billy or Roger? We were pretty close to Roger Waters, man. Like, I got these tickets months ago, and I bought them uh, as a gift for my, my father-in-law, and he was impressed. <laughs> okay, not impressed enough to run up on stage and try to high-five so him. So, we, we, we could have. We, yeah. we were the people right next to this walkway. Like, there was a point where Roger Waters was as far as you are from me right now, mm. and we could have easily... There was a lady that was a little aggressive. Tugged a pant leg? Nah, she was just getting right up there with her camera, yelling at him a little too much, where he eventually had to acknowledge it just to shut her up. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. But uh, I didn't run on stage. Nobody ran on stage. Okay. Because I think it's the, the glory days of running up on stage and attacking or hugging people, I think, is over. Uh, this just happened. There's a rapper out there. He's big right now. Uh, little Baby. Uh, just your modern day mumble rapper type of dude. Is it Little Baby or Lil Baby? L- it's Lil Baby. Lil. Did I say Little? No, I don't know. Oh, okay, well, yeah. I just L-I-L. wanted to make sure. I want to. I want to sound cool when I'm talking to the yeah. kids. And it's fifty, not fifty. Says Lil Baby. Lil Baby. Oh, this barstool just treated this out, and they go, "Lil Baby got better O line protecting him than Sam Donald." He's on stage rapping here, and a guy, a white dude, runs up there. He's got the stoner shirt on, and he's got the dreadlocks, the bandana, and he looks like he's there just to get some love and, and give him a hug, not attack him like we saw with Dave Chappelle or even Chris Rock and Will Smith recently. But yeah, the guy goes up on stage here. Security guard. Oh! <laughs> Listen to the crowd reaction. <laughs> Rightfully so. That guy flew through the air right off the stage. 
He just got nailed. So there's a security guard wearing a suit, and as soon as that guy touches little baby, that guy who looks like he's almost 300 pounds, a security a big guard. Baby. That's big that's, baby. Yeah, little baby and big, <laughs> big toddler pushes him, and so there's about a four-foot gap between the stage and the barrier. So he goes flying all the way to the barrier. Smashes Smashes his it. head on the barrier, probably a separated, dislocated shoulder going on there. And it's funny because as he's flying off the stage, he's trying to get his, like, to find his foothold. Yeah, and it's, so his feet are just like swimming in the air. So like a cartoon, yeah. Wiley Coyote, when he goes off the cliff. Yeah, or like when a guy goes off a cliff in a movie, and he's like, you know, swimming <laughs> almost as he gets tossed off by the good guy. Oh, but I think it's, and I, I do not blame anybody. I hope the little baby doesn't get sued. I hope the security guard is fine legally because don't go on stage. It's over. It never was acceptable. Don't do it. Yeah, you're right. gonna get hurt. You gotta, you gotta make an example, obviously, mm-hmm. of people who break the rules. Otherwise, you know, if you if you let this guy hug little baby, wants to stop the next person from doing it. Yeah, Taz is gonna hug uh, Roger Waters next time for sure. <laughs> but if he gets a stone cold stunner off the front <laughs> of the stage, <laughs> chances are the next guy's not gonna try yeah. it. Peacock. I wanna see you. Peacock. You peacock. Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? It's time for sports. We've got Devin Peacock, our sports guy here. And Dev, we were off last week. Didn't get your reaction Friday to what happened in the NHL draft. So let's talk about that now. Who was the uh, the big winner in the draft, would you say? In a way, Shane Wright was the big winner in the NHL draft. He was uh, expected to go first overall. He did not. He actually slipped to fourth, which is kind of crazy. I think he's going to be a very good NHL player. Uh, the big com- comparison people give for him is Patrice Bergeron. If he has Patrice Bergeron's career, then he's going to have a very, very good career. Uh, I mean, when you're looking at the Montreal Canadiens, I think they made some good uh, draft choices. Uh, they were picking first overall. They w- uh, went with uh, the Slovakian uh, forward Slavkovsky, uh, who looks like he could be a monster. He's got a high ceiling, so that's good for Montreal. But Shane Wright, to me, going to Seattle, it's a good situation. People seem to like the franchise. They've got a, a clean slate to build something there, and they could be big players in free agency. So that could end up being a great spot. For Shane Wright. Did you see the dagger eyes that Shane Wright <laughs> shot the Montreal Canadiens when they didn't pick him first overall? He is uh, denying, says there was no intent behind his apparent stare down of the Montreal Canadiens. It was just the the angle that of the camera looking at him as yeah. the as general the area film, he was go. looking at. <laughs> so what, what causes a guy to be projected to go first and then eventually go fourth? He didn't fit into the other team's system or what? So it, it, it's partially the order. So for Montreal, they were looking for extreme upside. I mean, if, if Montreal hits with their pick, they're, the guy they got could have an, an, a higher upside than Shane Wright. They're looking for a difference maker. Then you have New Jersey. New Jersey does not need a center. They've got two centers already, so that's why they went with the defenseman. Where it gets interesting is Arizona at number three. And Arizona, I think, uh, they went with uh, an American center as opposed to a Canadian center. I think 
think they wanted an American uh, player they could potentially uh, build around and market different than a Canadian center is the only way I can think about that. No offense uh, to the center. They drafted Cooley. I would prefer Wright over Cooley myself, but that's Arizona. They've also actually uh, released the NHL schedule. Arizona has a punishing schedule to start next season. 20 of their first 24 games are going to be on the road. They play two games at home in October, two games at home in November. So Arizona is going to have a very difficult start to next season. Well, you got to think that Seattle with pick number four was pretty darn excited when, when it got around to them. They're like, uh, nobody's taking this guy? <laughs> That's well, cool. We'll That's go, cool. We'll go right all day. They were ecstatic, and you could see it in the, when they got up to the podium. They were shooting the opposite of dagger eyes at the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> Goo-goo eyes? F me eyes. Thank you, Montreal. Thanks, Dev. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Can't miss the piss up. 350 boats attended the annual Potahawk party over the weekend. Never been curious what it's like. Always love hearing uh, about the Potahawk piss up, as they call it. And we've got a, a couple of calls lined up here. Go ahead. Who's this? Jordan, top of the morning, bottom of the afternoon. Jordan, were you pissing it up on the weekend? We were getting pissed up. How was it? It was fantastic. It was a beautiful day out there. Uh, lots of good-looking women. Lots of tops off. Sun's tops out, guns off out. Tops off on the women. So there's there's a lot of uh, uh, boobies on display out yeah, there. You, yeah, you got it. How does it shut down? Like, how do you know when to leave? Because that, that must be an awkward moment. Like, the last guy at Potahawk. Who is that? Well, how, how do you know when to go? There's a couple of options. You either get taken home by the police. Uh, you get like you guys were just talking. Uh, you got to find yourself a ride home because your buddies leave you there. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's many of options. <laughs> well, let's get the female perspective here. Another call. Uh, go ahead. You're at Potahawk on the weekend as well. I was. I'm driving Monday right now. Just <laughs> trying to get through. What a way to start a week off, huh? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Had you been before? Was this your first time at Potahawk? No, I've been going for quite a few years. And how did uh, this year's event rank? Well, it was uh, it was good. Um, a lot of the boats, it's an east wind that you don't want. So usually the piss-up is on the other side of Potahawk. Mm-hmm. This year it was on the bad side of Potahawk. So it was a little bit different, but it was phenomenal. It was pretty good. Uh, desperate times when you have to have the piss up on the bad side oh, of Potahawk. No. <laughs> Not the West Bay. It's, it's, the mucky, it's the mucky mud underneath that uh, uh, gets stuck. pretty gross. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, and uh, w- was there some, we just heard from uh, a caller saying that there was a lot of sights, uh, if you're into topless women, were there a lot of uh, nice sights for you, some good looking men out I've there? I've seen a few, I've seen a few, uh, the men not so much, but the women, <laughs> yeah, I've seen a few. I think we can all appreciate a beautiful woman. <laughs> yeah, nice body's I a nice it, body, yeah. right? That's right. I have daughters, though, but I would not want them out there. (laughs) But you're there. Do you tell them where you're going on the second Sunday of every July? (laughs) Uh, I do, but, uh, yeah, I'm out there just to relax. That's it. Just just witness everything and not a part of it. 
fight, just witnessing. To relax. Okay, yeah. Relaxing at Potahawk. <laughs> people watching, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm a people watcher, definitely. <laughs> a lot of interesting characters. Glad you made it back to shore safe. <laughs> Thank you. Mommy's got her annual July business trip this weekend, <laughs> girls. Uh, <laughs> you don't want no part late. of it. I'll be back late. I'm just going to monitor the crowd mm -hmm. out at the Potahawk Piss Up, make sure everyone behaves. It's more of a census, really, that I'm doing. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Friday, the country was brought to its knees by the Rogers outage. Rogers phones, internet stopped working. It was a, a maintenance error or something they're saying. They said they said something along the lines of they were upgrading their system and the upgrade didn't take, I guess. About a year ago they'd upgraded their system as well and Same a similar thing happened. thing happened, but it wasn't as widespread, it wasn't as long. But uh, I feel like at least one or two people has to be fired over this. <laughs> oh yeah, I would have loved to be a fly on the wall. In, yeah. the, in the Rogers offices on Friday because there, there must have been people freaking out. I, I know that I, I, I thought it was my phone initially. I got up and nothing was working and I'm like, okay, do I need a new SIM card? What's going on? Uh, I went over to the Rogers store with my two kids. My wife was away, so I had my two kids and I show up there and the store was about to open 10 minutes. I, there was about 30 other people standing uh -oh. out front. Like so a passport office. Everybody was just standing around. So I, I kind of like uh, asked everyone. I said, hey, is everyone here because they're not getting any service? And yeah, yeah. They start nodding. Huh. And I said, uh, okay, well, I, this is probably good news and bad news. Good news is it's not you. Bad news is I doubt the teenagers working in the Rogers store in the mall are going to be able to help us with anything. <laughs> So these two, the two, uh, you know, young guys who, who work at the Rogers store, they showed up for work, uh, went to the front door of the place and just turned to everyone and said, we haven't heard from the company. We, do, we have no way of contacting anybody. The only thing we know is what we've heard on the radio. Really? Cause yeah, because yeah, they're probably all on Rogers themselves. They're getting the discount because they're an employee of the company. Thank God for radio is all <laughs> I'm saying. Keeping people connected. Damn right. When Internet Rogers goes, goes out. We're ready. Uh, but uh, there's a second there. I thought the pitchforks and the torches were coming up. Uh, people were furious. Like, it really demonstrated. At the mall specifically? Uh, Is that what you mean? Yeah. Well, at the mall and, and throughout the day, like, yeah. the, the inconvenience that this caused was, you know, if you're running a business especially, uh, you lost tons of money. Mm -hmm. Well, they weren't even taking Interact at many places. Cash only. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, people were, were really ticked off, especially I went to Toronto to see Roger Waters. We took a, a limo bus down there, me and my uh, father-in-law, a couple buddies, and we were walking past the Rogers Center, and the weekend concert that was supposed to go on on Friday night was canceled because they couldn't scan the tickets at the Rogers Center. Hmm. Obviously, we know who their internet provider is. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the weekend fans were all angry, and <laughs> we kind of looked at each other and said, boys, this might be a short trip, but we got to Scotiabank Arena. Luckily, they had some sort of backup. They were able to scan our tickets, and we saw Roger Waters from Pink Floyd. Fantastic show, by the way. There is something funny about the older demographic going to the Roger Waters concert. Being able to go without the technology and all the young people going to the weekend concert, so reliant yeah. on technology, weren't able to go. How are you guys getting into the concert? Well, these are called tickets. 
<laughs> they tear them at the door, and then huh? you go to your seat. They tear your phone in half? You might want to print those things off next time you buy them, just in case. Uh, Rogers is saying that they will be giving their customers a credit, although it doesn't sound like it's very much, Jim, from what you saw. Yeah, they basically said that they were going to, this was one day ago, I don't know if they changed their minds, but they said they were going to reimburse all of the Rogers customers with uh, two days worth of credit of internet. So somebody did the math here. Average revenue per unit, $57.24. So each Rogers customer will receive an account credit of $3.80. (laughs) That's enough for the gas tank you took to drive down to the mall to go to the store, eh, Taz? Well, yeah, I was running around all morning. I, luckily, my neighbors want to give a shout out to Brooke and Ryan across the street who have Bell Internet because I was scrambling to get in touch with people. Like I said, I had a, a big day, a concert, had to pick people up and get things organized. And uh, I was sitting on Brooke and Ryan's front porch connected to their Bell Wi-Fi, thank God, yeah. and was able to get what I needed to get done thanks to Bell. I will say one of the saddest sights I saw overall, I mean, I'm sure sadder things happen, but there was a crowd of people standing outside the window at the Starbucks in Toronto using the Wi-Fi. It reminded me of something like when an apocalypse movie happens in the yeah. 60s and everybody goes to the TV appliance store and watches the TVs to get updated. But this time, everybody just like huddled around the Wi-Fi radius outside Starbucks. Yeah, in a way, it was kind of nice not to be stuck to your phone. And I, I did notice at the concert, I felt like fewer people had their phones out because True. they hadn't been tethered to them all day. They kind of forgot about them, and they just watched the show. But it was a huge inconvenience, and is $3 going to compensate adequately? I mean, you pay per month, and if you can't provide that service for the full month, shouldn't you get the month free? To make amends, they got to do something. You know, For PR relations in particular... It doesn't seem fair. $3 was not the value of the inconvenience that I was caused, and I know there was people who were caused a much greater inconvenience because of that Rogers outage than I was. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a scam that is going around. This this credit that Rogers is putting on your account goes on automatically. Uh, police are saying if you get a text message saying you need to click on a link and enter any information to get a refund from Rogers because of the outage, that is a scam. Do not mm. do it. Boy, those scammers are on it quick, aren't they? Yeah, but they had to take that day off on Friday. <laughs> they didn't have internet, so they couldn't scam anybody. Yeah, the scammers sure lost a lot of revenue yeah. Friday. Couldn't get online. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Um, I know that uh, over the past week, uh, we were able to scratch a number of things off my kids' uh, bucket list. My son Grayson, he's five, he came home from kindergarten with a summertime bucket list <laughs> yeah. of things he wants to accomplish before summer is over. And we got one of them done last week, a big one. This was kind of on my bucket list because for years I've been hearing the commercials on the radio, but I had never been to African Lion Safari. <laughs> You've never been? Have you been? Yeah, there was like a mandatory, seemingly, field trip that everybody from our school went in grade 7 every year, like a ritual. But like, no. I, thought, I thought every kid went there for a school trip at one point in their life. I had never been to African Lion Safari, and I went uh, last Monday 
with my two-year-old daughter and my five-year-old son. They had a blast. I really it lived up to the hype, man. Did you drive through the Serengeti, <laughs> whatever they call it? <laughs> Drove through the, the reserve there. Yeah. And, dude, uh, there's lions like right outside your car door. Yeah. It's like a safari or something. <laughs> but I didn't know. I thought maybe they'd be uh, in, you know, have cages or... But if the lion wanted to, it could have got pretty darn close to us. Mm-hmm. What about the monkeys? They get up there? There is a monkey that was on the van in front of us, yeah. and I was a little concerned that it was going to jump onto the hood of my car. They're a bit of a wild card. Yeah, and that's what people said. They're like, oh, be careful. The monkeys could rip off your windshield wiper. And I'm yeah. like, well, that would be a great story for the radio. But <laughs> unfortunately, it didn't happen. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it, the, the splash pad... The, oh, that uh, wasn't there when I was there. Yeah, the elephants were cool, the train ride, the boat ride. Uh, my kids absolutely loved it. The favorite, uh, two favorite things. One, the ice cream. <laughs> you got to go all the way. <laughs> you got to have the ice yeah. cream. Yeah, you got to drive all the way to the African Lion Safari for an ice cream. Yeah. Um, and number two, the zebra trucks. Like all the, the trucks out there, the employees are driving around in pickup trucks that are white and black striped. Mm-hmm. And my kids were more impressed by the zebra trucks <laughs> <laughs> than they were at the fact there was a lion like 10 feet from yeah. daddy's car. <laughs> at least it was animal related. <laughs> I will give you a tip, though, if you're, if you're going with some young kids, keep them in the back seat. I let my kids ride in the front seat, and it was near the giraffes, thank God, not the lions, but my daughter did open the front door. Open the door, <laughs> not the window, the whole door? Because the child locks aren't on, yeah. right? Because I let them sit in the front. <laughs> <laughs> she, she opened it, whoop, grabbed nope. it, closed it quickly. <laughs> Didn't give the giraffe time to get that long, gross tongue in the... The door crack. Oh, dude, like I've seen it, like a crack in the window, half an inch wide. They'll oh, yeah. get in there. Yeah, it was pretty amazing, though. Uh, recommended. If, if it's on your summer bucket list, African Lion Safari, every time we saw the signs driving as we got closer, had to sing the song, <laughs> African Lion Safari. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.